0: Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Craig Vandegrift, the UBS South Texas market head. And on behalf of Scott Skinner and Paige and our entire field leadership team here in the South Texas market, wanted to welcome you to our special conversation today. Today, we will spend some time with the Fortney Group who joined UBS in the South Texas market nearly eight months ago. We will get insight on why they chose UBS, how was their actual transition, and what are the early comments and insights about some of our unique capabilities that they have experienced so far here at UBS. So before we get started in our proverbial fireside chat, led by our assistant market head, Aunt Page, I wanted to frame our time together by sharing my first call with the team and a conversation I had after they joined. So to take you back in time, in October of 2020, I was introduced to the Fortney team the message was, like many teams, they were looking to find the best place for them, their clients, and to spend the remainder of their careers. And everything was really on the table, including the independent channel and potentially starting their own firm. On the initial call, they simply asked me, why UBS? So briefly, I asked them to describe their practice. And simply put, it was amazing business of high net worth and ultra high net worth clients. These clients had very similar traits. They love discretionary advisory business. They needed access to capital. And they need to be able to creatively use leverage. And most importantly, their clients valued that their money was safe. Ultimately, the decision was theirs. But on that call that day in October, I shared a couple boutique like focuses and how we cater to the high net worth, which is clients with one to 10 million and ultra high net worth clients, 10 million plus. And here were a few of the comments I shared. Back in 2008, 2009, the world changed, and so did we. After the financial crisis, UBS put its flag in the ground to focus only on the high net worth and ultra high net worth clients. Really, not all things to all people. It was a bold move at the time. Looking back, 10 years plus ago, but the strategy paid off. There are mainly three large wirehouses that have north of 16,000 financial advisors. We have actually roughly 6,000 advisors, and they're the most productive in the industry based on revenue and assets per financial advisor. Our financial advisors have proven to grow faster than their peers. They also said their clients are concerned about the safety of their assets. So I shared the strength of our firm. We are one of the highest ranked institutions in the world by Moody's, and our credit default swap spreads are the lowest in the world, and our tier one capital ratio puts us as one of the strongest financial firms in the world. I also explained we have north of 3 trillion in wealth management assets. And half of those assets reach a here in the United States. And if you add in our asset management arm, which just surpassed 1 trillion in assets, that puts our firm in total assets over 4.4 trillion around the world. Speaking of around the world, our global footprint provides us access to intellectual capital around the world in over 56 countries. It's second to none as the world becomes more global and half the world's billionaires have a relationship with UBS. I have to personally assume that they've done their homework. They've looked at access to our capital. They love to borrow. Access to our investment bank. Access to our vast resources and capabilities. And for example, our global family office and our focus on high net worth and ultra high net worth clients, just like the Fortney Group. The turning point After they joined, I asked them one simple question, why did you choose UBS over any of your other options as they could have gone anywhere they chose? They said they realized they were focused on what they perceived was important to them and they realized they needed to focus on what was most important to their clients. Where would their clients be better served? Number two, in addition to what was very important to them and their families was our financial advisor retirement program, which we call our alpha program. It's secured for them today as it is for them for their entire careers. That was important to them, and they could not find that anywhere else. Number three, our mantra that they fell in love with is we want them to join, grow, and retire at UBS. We take that very seriously, and I believe they felt that. And lastly, after eight months, they have successfully onboarded their entire practice here at UBS. They appreciate the feel small and play big, and they love the culture of an organization that always has their best interests in mind to support them and help them grow and take care of their clients. So with that, let me now turn it over to our moderator, Ann Page, who will moderate a conversation with the Fortney Group so we can hear it in their own words. Thank you, Ann.
1: Great. Thank you very much, Craig. So I am joined, as Craig said, today by Managing Directors Grant and Scott Fortney of the Fortney Group. So Grant and Scott, Tell us your backstory. What led you two brothers to get together within the wealth management industry?
2: And that's a great question. We get that a lot. A lot of people that we meet, they're just they're amazed that we've been working together as brothers for for almost 19 years. You know, they often say, "I love my brother or my sister," but I can't imagine working with them. (laughs) And so it's it's really. A great thing to be a business partner with your brother, uh, who's you know your best friend and and someone you trust more than more than anybody. So how it happened is I was doing technology investment banking in San Francisco, and I had a child on the way, and Scott had just started working with the uh, private wealth division of a major wirehouse in Houston. It was actually brought on to help kickstart that whole practice. And uh, we just started talking about it. That led to a, a more in-depth discussion. And actually, we we hired a very well-known, somewhat famous industrial psychologist that, you know, big companies, 10,500 companies would hire to, you know, help find their, their CEOs and that cultural fit. And uh, after m- several discussions, this individual blessed the transaction. And he said under... Under one condition will I will I make sure this this goes through, and that is that you can never agree that your pride is a better partner than your brother. And I think that is true for all relationships to an extent. And so it, it's been absolutely fantastic. We have a third partner, Michael Nickley, that we hired out of UT undergrad, the UT Business School undergrad. In 2010, he became an analyst, and then he quickly became a portfolio manager. And then he got his CFA designation. So at that point, we we definitely needed to make him a partner, and he's been critical to our success, and is crucial, you know, for the for the next generation of the families that we work with. And he is also an Eagle Scout, which is surprisingly a very consistent theme or thread amongst our ultra high net worth clients. There are so many that have that have uh, actually achieved that designation, and so.
1: Very proud to have Michael as a partner. Great story. So what strategies did you employ early on in order to build such a robust and extremely successful practice?
2: Well, uh, that again goes back to the early days of the formation of, of our partnership, uh, Scott and I's partnership, and that was trying to integrate you know, my career as a management consultant and investment banking and, and really narrow down and find what we do best right, and what type of clients Specifically, do we work with and that can really utilize what we what we have to offer in, in our expertise? And so one of the first things we did is we really narrowed our focus. Small number of clients, roughly around 50 relationships, and that allowed us to truly deliver that ultra high net worth private wealth experience to the clients that we work with. And then the second thing that we did is, is basically took over the asset management part of the business from managing the actual investments with discretion. And that was very, very helpful. And it helped us navigate through the post-tech bubble, decline through the financial crisis and through all sorts of different types of markets.
1: It's been very helpful to actually have, have our hands on the wheel. Great. So you built this successful business with a limited number of families. What led you to the decision to begin exploring moving your practice to a new firm? Well, I would say to, to really narrow that down,
2: we'd have to go back about, about mm, well, let's call it the financial crisis. And the prior firm that we were with at that point, let's just say, had been acquired by another very, very large banking institution. And I think after that, we slowly saw, I don't know, a shift away from, from private wealth and more towards the mass affluent. I think that that might be great for shareholders, for those companies, but it wasn't very conducive for what we had to offer and what our, from what our clients needed from us. And it became very difficult to um, just to get access to resources. Then more recently, with the move to UBS, it you have the same thing happen. It just instead of being bought, it was actually built out in that direction. And we just slowly saw. Uh, the resource allocation uh, that we so desperately need for our clients, right, Uh, to deliver that that boutique experience, it just became very, very hard to get access to those resources. And we felt like we were in the queue with thousands of other people and we had to wait uh, just an inordinate amount of time to get simple tasks approved for the families that we work with. And so in both of those instances, right, we sought out to find... uh, the firm that had the best resources and the scale to deliver those resources without having to fight for those resources day
1: in and day out. We were looking for that boutique feel and that's exactly what we found at UBS. So initially, what led you to a conversation with UBS In you were looking for this particular look? how did How did you find UBS?
2: It sort of started with just as I previously mentioned, the lack of resources, the level of frustration that our team was experiencing in terms of just not being able to get things done in a timely fashion for our clients, not because of our lack of, of interest, but just being in the queue, again, with so many other people. It was frustrating for clients. So we actually got a phone call from a very good, knowledgeable, the most knowledgeable recruiter I've ever talked to. And he knew the entire landscape. Uh, It was quite amazing, actually. Uh, And so we we looked at all the different firms. Didn't really look; just started talking about our practice. And so we looked at some of the new up and coming firms, or you know, uh, modified family offices. And we looked at the RIA approach. Basically, explored every avenue over a several several months. And this individual just said, look, I'm unbiased. But the way you guys are talking, UBS would be perfect for you because of everything you need, the banking, the back office support, access to analysts, access to research, access to thought leadership, competitive intelligence, political views and insights,
1: I mean, all of the above. And so that launched a conversation with Craig. So in... Based on what you were just saying there, are those some of the reasons that your team ultimately selected UBS over the competition?
2: Well, for sure. Uh, If you look at a laundry list of things that that we need, it's a bank. We we need a big bank, a strong bank, well-rated bank. And UBS checks that box many, many times over. The second is access to analysts, research, whether it's equities, fixed income. Uh, what's happening in Washington, what, you know, globally, right? As Craig said, you know, it's a global game these days. And, And UBS was a clear winner in those two categories. In addition, the systems, the investment in the systems, the technology, the infrastructure, we were able to test drive everything. And again, well above the competition. Everything we were, especially everything we were using at that time at the firm, in our our prior firm. Everything we saw was just, I think, better. And then just the support for our staff. That's a huge integral part of what we do. It's just the day-to-day cash management, banking, you name it. And without that, you know, clients get unhappy. And so, again, everything we looked at in comparison to every other firm, including where we were, UBS won Hands down.
1: So, do you think over it was about a six-month time period that you were researching UBS, talking to the different individuals that were going to be important to you? Is that correct?
2: That that's correct. It was about six months. It felt like about eighteen, just doing all the 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 research. But it was so imperative to make absolutely sure that we were making the right decision for our clients and the families, the multi-generational families that we work with. Because we're not just talking about moving one client, right? We're talking about a patriarch and matriarch and their adult children and those children's children. And 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 we had to be absolutely sure beyond any reasonable doubt that this was by far the best place to go. Because frankly, this is where we I think Craig touched on this, want to retire. I mean, this this is this is it and you know UBS has been through so many different cycles and as Craig mentioned since the financial crisis it hasn't changed in terms of their focus on ultra high net worth and in our previous firms that we had worked with it, again we had seen over those time periods almost like chasing the stock market and their stock price trying to keep up and you know of course UBS very concerned obviously about Its stock price, but but at the bottom, at the end of the day, it's not. It's about catering to the relationships that we manage, not Wall
1: Street. So you made the decision to come to UBS, and since your move, what has UBS done to facilitate the transition? And how do you feel about the transition? Was it successful? Well, having done this before, I I can say that I have
2: been through a very difficult transition where the resources were not there, and in this case, it was the exact opposite. <laughs> it was absolutely perfect. We, prior to making the decision to move, we were introduced to a transition team just to discuss the logistics, so we felt like we, we had very clear insights about how all the moving parts were going to fit together to recreate if you will, our practice at UBS. I would say that was our biggest concern, right, is, is um, you know, how is this going to feel from a client perspective? We put ourselves in their shoes and said, what would it be like if I were in their position and I was being asked to move? And, and so the transition team was flawless. They did all the back office work, opening up accounts, which really helped us, to free up our time to do what we do best, and that is, you know, work with families and the relationships. And so when you have time to really talk them through and walk them through all of the reasons that we moved, it became abundantly clear to them, obviously by their decision to to move with us, that this was the best place to be. So again, back to your question about the transition, it it was a huge success.
1: Very glad to hear that. So how do you feel about, you know, what UBS offers your clients in terms of services and opportunities beyond what you had experienced elsewhere?
2: <laughs> There's so many ways. It's hard to just land on two or three. There's probably 15 that I could talk about, but in, in the interest of time, I would just say, again, one, the bank. This is just coincidence. Well, I mean, with rates being so where they are, right? People are taking advantage of of mortgages, lines of credit, and we have had so many amazing wonderful outcomes of the referrals that we've made to the bank for our clients, whether it's again the patriarch or you know the twenty five year old adult child of of that client. they have done such a great job whereas in other firms, I would say the timing would be i don't know let's just say a, a lot more lengthy in terms of start to finish and and, and in addition, when we make that referral and put our client in the hands of of the of the banker, they do such a phenomenal job, we know that we don't have to basically babysit that referral. Uh, and that's just a huge weight off our shoulders. So that that's one. And from an investment standpoint, everything we do from an asset management perspective is fantastic. The access to managers for clients that you know want to see different deal flow. Is better than anything that I've ever seen, especially in the direct space. And again, the back office pushing things through the big system. In the past, at other firms, sometimes those requests would just go into a black hole, and we really didn't even know how to escalate things for for our ultra high net worth clients. And now it's it's a phone call, it's a it's an instant message, it's an email away. And things are getting resolved in, in record time, and which just, again, allows us to deliver that quote-unquote multifamily
1: office experience for our clients. So how do you feel your clients are thinking about UBS at the moment? Like, what do you think their perspective is on the move?
2: Well, they all are very happy. I think they're extremely happy with with just our ability to spend more time with them rather than more time trying to solve problems that are generated by a, uh, a, a workflow that is so backed up because it's being shared with <laughs> tens of thousands of people. And so it allows us to do what we do best. Again, that's manage these relationships and manage their investments. I mean, cause let's face it. I mean, we're, we're evaluating on a lot of things, and performance is one of them. And you, you, performance is your performance. And the more time we can spend managing money, and the more time we can spend managing the relationships and talking about asset allocation and performance expectations, I mean that's all the better for our clients. And then again, on the banking side, we exchanged a lot of frustration on timing for very efficient, proficient. Banking support where things have gone very very smoothly to our clients that that's a win win the more time we can spend with them and the more things we can do for their families and everything works out I'll say perfectly I mean obviously there you know there's bumps along the way no matter where you are but the outcomes and what the client perceives as us caring for them right which is the attention that we give them it's it's been, from their
1: perspective, it's been a home run, and, and you know, we've, we've heard that from clients specifically. Great. So let's bring your market head back into this conversation. So, Craig, you run the South Texas market here, the heart of the American energy industry and a significant and sizable wealth management community. So initially, what inspired you to recruit Grant and Scott and Michael to UBS? Well, Ann, thank you and, and thanks, uh, Grant and Scott, for your comments.
0: It's nice to hear that and refreshing from our side as well. I, I think, look, it's, it, to me, it's um, a focus of any business, right? Any business like the Fortney Group, you want to grow and you want to grow with the right people and the right talent. And so when you look at the formula that Grant and Scott out, you know, outlined, look, UBS is the largest wealth management firm in the world with over 4.4 trillion assets. It separates us from the competition. We do this in over 56 countries. Our focus, if you look at it, is wealth management. And if you look at any other firm in the world, you can't build this or grow this in our lifetime. So I mean, we just have this unique footprint. The world is global. You know, a testament to that is half the billionaires have a relationship with UBS. And I, when I look at Scott and Grant's practice when I first met them, their clients fit our model. And and I think it was really not only a home run as we're in the middle here of the World Series. I, I really feel truly it was a grand slam for them, for us, and for their clients. So it's been an exciting opportunity for all of us involved, I believe.
1: So what do you think in your conversations with them it was about UBS that were the deciding factors in their decision to join us? Look, I think to me as I said, in my opening comments, there's a lot of places that
0: they could have gone and anybody would have been happy to have them. But I I think when I went through those conversations early on, it, it, to to me, it's, they started to talk to different heads of departments at the firm. They started to really kick the tires, speaking to senior management. And, And I think as they went down those, you know discoveries or as i like to call them chapters in the book and you and you really start to you know really get deeper and deeper i saw the light i felt like i saw the light go off for them that they said this is the place that is the best for our clients. It's the strength of the firm. You know, if you look at capital tier one ratio, Moody's ratings, the robust lending platform, the way we service and the culture that we were building. And I just I really felt like those were probably the deciding factors that got them excited to go,
1: OK, we're
0: done looking. We found it. How do we get there?
1: So as you were stewarding them through this move, what hurdles did you in the Fortney's encounter and how were you and UBS able to help them overcome those? It's
0: a great question, and and this team is very sophisticated. Their clients are very wealthy top clients, probably not only in the United States and the world, but look, I, I think they're they have uh, they're very unique when it comes to how they handle the clients. They had uh, many unique strategies. One of them, I'll give you an example in this conversation, was their option strategy, and this was a way to differentiate themselves in their business and really help their clients in helping them manage their financial affairs, and it was just something that they really did and was important to them and it was important to their clients. So we put the head of margin on, the head of trading, head of our discretionary platform. In this conversation, I, I would like to thank a lot of people that did that. And Scott, and Grant, and Michael, and team spent the time. And, and I think in the end, not only that we could match what they had, we were able to enhance not only what they had, but enhance the relationship and the services to them and their clients through the process. That's one example, In
1: Thank you. And now that they're settled in... How happy are you to work with these guys?
0: Yeah, well, look, it's been exciting eight months. Look, anytime if anybody you know out there is listening to this and and you and you look to move a business, whether it's your first time or second time, whether you're in our industry or another industry, it's very challenging. But I, I would tell you they have uh, fully embraced the UBS culture. Partnering with different departments of the firm, and really watching them see the lights go off, and you know, and and the excitement when we pick up the phone and 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 they get what they want for their clients. To me, there's nothing better to watch the financial advisor grow their practice and do it by helping their clients and us being here to support them. So that gives me no more greater satisfaction in the role that I have, and uh, could not be happier that they're all here with us
1: at UBS. So Grant and Scott, to kind of wrap this up a little bit. So a couple of questions for you two here at the end. So first, how happy are you with your decision, looking back on it, to move your practice to UBS?
2: Well, this is Grant, and I'll I'll hand it over to Scott too to get his thoughts. But I I still think about that every day, and every time I think about it, I'm reminded of how pleased I am with on the process that we went through, the due diligence. And everything Greg just said and all of the resources that they were able to put in front of us to verify, right, uh, that this was the place. Whether it's senior management to managing directors of different divisions of the firm, uh, it, it was clear before we moved that this was the best decision for our clients, first and foremost, but also ourselves, and then the entire team and the the answer to my question that i ask myself every day is absolutely uh, this this is oh it's a life changing decision as i mentioned this is a place that i definitely plan on spending the rest of my career so i have absolutely zero regrets so to speak and and every day When someone within the firm helps me solve a problem or deliver a solution uh, or enhance performance for a client, it just reminds me. I feel blessed to be where we are. Scott, did you want to add on to that? That was perfect.
1: So what would you tell any other advisors out there who are considering joining a firm or changing where they're working currently?
2: Well, I would say that if... There's something that makes you, let's call it unhappy, right? That's just going to be like a splinter. And it's going to probably not resolve itself. And so you either have to just accept it for what it is uh, and how you have to manage that. Or you have to consider moving on, right, to where that issue or issues, you know, like the ones that we were facing, don't exist. And so it's out there. You you just have to do your homework. And and I think that uh, the way we looked at this and the amount of time that we spent doing our homework and talking to so many different firms and finding out really just the culture. I think, you know, Craig and Annie, you know, both of you said it best about culture. It was just the it was a great cultural fit. Uh, And I think, you know, to your question, you know, what would I say to anybody? I would say just make sure you can see yourself sitting in that chair, and make sure that your clients can benefit from what you're doing. And in our case, right, it was it was a big uptick in just about every category that that you know we that is important to us. But again, I'd just say it again: do your
1: homework. Well, thank you very much, Grant and Scott and Craig. We appreciate your conversation today, and we look forward to your many years here at UBS. Thank you. Thank you, Anne. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Grant.